0: What's up, shitheads? It's me. Welcome to another episode of the High and Mighty Podcast. It's your host, the number one fuckboy. Fuckboy! The number one fuckboy! Now, the Cypher Sounds episode has aired, and he told me to not say fuckboy because it has a really bad origin story where that name comes from. If you didn't listen to that episode, jump back and listen to it. If you're, It's uh, apparently a fuckboy is someone who in prison is... Fucked by most of the prisoners. (laughs) Uh, But I've adopted it as my nickname, and it's too late now. It's the number one fuck. (laughs) So, usually on this show, we talk about some parts of my life that maybe you didn't know about. But this one, I'm assuming, if you're listening to podcasts, you probably also know what improv is. I've been doing that for a long time. And now, I'm going to talk about improv. Uh, Guys, this is why people do improv. So, you can fucking talk about it (laughs) at length. (laughs) (laughs) While not performing To join me to talk about today are Friends, comedians former power players in the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater, mm-hmm. and most importantly of all, hosts of the Don't Get Me Started podcast. <laughs> One of my favorite podcasts. I'm promoting a Nodhead Gum podcast here. If you're listen, Shut mine off and go listen to some Don't Get Me Started episodes. And then come back to me, please. I need that undies money. Uh, or whoever's host, uh, advertising this episode will come back and re-record that. <laughs> will Hines... Anthony King, guys, thanks for coming into the Headgum Studios. Thanks for having us Thank John. you for having us. Oh, guys, I'm so excited. I've been <laughs> wanting to do an improv episode for a long time, and there's only like a handful of people that make sense to have on. <laughs> and you two, I feel like the other people that would make sense, I would be like asking a favor to come on. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> you right, guys right. are like my friends. I feel okay. Like, I'm not gonna be like, hey, Besser and Walsh, do you want to talk about improv for an hour? Like, and they would say no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't want to have that interaction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be t- told no by, <laughs> by people who uh, have made a ton of money preaching yes um, but Anthony and Will why don't, we, why don't we why don't we do this okay let's go around and ju- let's say our improv origin story
2: oh
1: god okay. I thought you were
0: gonna make us do a warm up yeah let's do this <laughs> let's do 11 minutes of Big Booty <laughs> That would be, <laughs> we just did category. If we did, uh, what where corny's? the fuck is the celery? We're on the Yeah. <laughs> we just
1: did like, we we're categories playing right now. And somebody like skipped by your opening like commercial ad just to try to get to the beginning. And they just come into the middle of some weird. Banana. Like, <laughs> uh,
0: by the way, this is already feeling like a uh, uh, college reunion uh, where <laughs> we were all in the theater group there. And now yeah. we're like, God, imagine we just played a warm up. <laughs> <laughs> I Man. feel like
1: your podcast is special because every episode you do like a different aspect of your personality or interest or something like that. And they're always like very specific. I love them all. I love this podcast. But I also feel like every week you alienate a different group. Like it's so inside. Oh, my like episode. My whoever loves like week three is going to be like, I don't give a shit about week four or whatever like that because like whoever's into like weightlifting, yeah. like Eugene Cordero is not going to be like hungering for the improv yeah. one. We, I've
0: drawn, I've drawn like eighteen Venn diagram circles. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just constantly alien. the all. only person in the middle is like is possibly me and maybe yeah. Eugene, but right. I think Eugene, Eugene's not really a nerd.
1: It's really tough to have that jock nerd coverage as hard as you have
0: it my my podcast is made to be cherry-picked yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like oh i don't listen to all of them even my wife's like oh i skipped the fantasy novels <laughs> oh, that's right fantasy novels, I mean, fantasy novels oh, and she go... also skipped the john flynn one because she got uncomfortable when i was talking about oh, the... having
1: a finger in my butt <laughs> oh, the sex i don't type... want to hear about that i the know that's not me is... <laughs> i was just thinking today i love the sex talk one because it's hilarious and you and john yeah, are both so funny But also there's the awesome sub game of that first time Was questions you had you would ask for sex questions on Twitter, but mostly your rugby friends. Had just tweeted like joke questions, and I so like you and John are doing these like really funny, but also like sincere and like earnest sex talk questions. But then you'd be like, okay, here's another question from one of my rugby buddies: How do you jerk off when your dick is so tiny? (laughs) (laughs) Most of them were like, they still. These are
0: guys who still think like saying getting fucked in the ass is funny. Yeah, right. right, (laughs) I'm, I'm sitting across from a guy who like literally talks like that's a hobby of his yeah. <laughs> and I'm like these guys find it humorous that you enjoy it was anal sex. It <laughs> is great it um, great well thank you this concludes the complimenting me portion of the yeah, show yeah uh, yeah the beginning and, of every episode <laughs> the really. beginning of every episode I don't yeah. have a guest on They, I, I send them an email with the compliments to read to me yeah <laughs> thank you Will
1: instead of Mark Maron just talking about your own insecurities for 15 minutes it's just like fielding compliments
0: I think I scream my insecurities over my guests for 16
1: minutes <laughs> that's how I do it differently so Will an hein- improv origin story improv origin story How'd you get the bug? I th- I, I drifted into it. I was a computer programmer in my 20s and I did that for like most of my 20s. And then I just missed funny people. I'd hung out with funny friends like in college and high school, like the sort of funny friends that I guess a lot of people maybe have. Yeah. Like, well, I, I'll say specifically of the Honor student, sort of quiet under your breath, smart ass comment funny. Consuming friends. media, watching media. Yeah, movies. media ingesters, yeah. borderline autistic list makers, yeah, connoisseurs. But then you get a job in the 20s and those people are gone. Like I was just hanging out with normal corporate day job people. And you were a computer programmer. And I was a computer so. programmer and it was really boring and I missed those people. I couldn't find. So I took improv classes in, in my late 20s just to find those people again. I had no designs to be doing it like full time or anything like that but the ucb theater happened to be starting up in new york city at the same time that i did that so it was just like Did you go anywhere else first i did go, i went to chicago city limits oh, you did okay uh-huh ccl a, ccl yeah i did ccl tourco <laughs> for a little bit you yeah. did ccl tourco sure did i didn't know that yeah with oh, jeff wow. shearer with no, jeff campbell him. and brian finkelstein i was with brian finkelstein eugene
3: eliza skinner charlie, charlie sanders, sanders
2: was ending his time there when oh, I, I didn't, didn't was there. know you did the tourco yeah though. for
1: not for very long um I took a class from Paul Shears. subbed one of my classes at CCL pre pre UCB. Yeah. Paul um, Shear was my level 2 teacher. Well just what we're throwing out. Well, let's we'll this goes like inside This is hyper as This is
2: hyper that Anyone that was, anyone who knows who Chicago's
0: in limits is? Yeah. Like, yeah. By the way, when we got Paul, to Paul Shears, is when the name dropping began. Yeah. <laughs> Up to that point we were just listing <laughs> nine, people nine. who to us we've been performing around that's for 15 right. years yeah, but, That's right. <laughs> I mean CCL, CCL
1: was the big improv scene in New York before UCB. Yeah. It was, and like, it was short form. It was short form shows, but the classes were a lot of, you probably never did the classes, right? No, I never did. Classes. The classes were like long form. It was weird. You would do long oh, form weird. in the class. Yeah. I and remember the first the time I went to form. a rehearsal at CCL. CCI auditioned and got in.
2: Mm-hmm. And then the uh, guy who ran it, um, I am blanking on his name right now, but he, he gave oh. this long speech to everyone. who Martin just limits. I believe it is. <laughs> uh, Martin limits. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, at, this was the last line of his speech. After very, like he talked for 10 minutes and yeah. then he goes, and so that's why I believe there is truth in comedy. Oh my God. <laughs> wow. He just and I was like, like wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that's that a- the title of the book over at UCB. <laughs> <laughs> like that's where they start. Yeah. <laughs> and we're that's the end of yours. I'm, I think I'm in the wrong place. <laughs> It's not that you it was have to crazy. work hard
1: to make improv uncool, but that really just sounds it was so very uncool. uncool.
2: You're performing against like these posters of blown up newspapers from the '80s when it was actually popular. The re- yeah, it felt CCL, like performing in a museum.
1: I feel bad talking shit about. I can I know we're just
2: like shitting. It up CCL. doesn't well, exist anymore, though, and it hasn't. Exist. Oh, it doesn't.
1: Oh, I don't know. Does it? I think it still does as a touring company. They lost their oh, theater, yeah, but they yeah, still do yeah. like tours. I think. Yeah. I don't, I'm sure there's super funny people there, but they had, yeah, they had blowups of their press clips from the eighties that they'd never updated. And it made the place look like a ghost town yeah. when you first walked in. And on.
2: you just played to bat mitzvahs for the most part. <laughs> I, I, so I, I took a
1: couple of classes there, but then the UCB started and people in my classes CC are like, oh, there's this new place, UCB, that's like cool. And people are like young and it's like, happy. <laughs> <laughs> and I went to what was the, you know, pre theater UCB at solo arts. And who was your uh, to, to Real see old. a show or to take a class? Did you t- to see shows? Yeah, see I shows? didn't start taking classes until they were at the Twenty Second Street, so they actually had a theater. But I saw shows really early in the UCBS right. time, and you, it was just clearly cool, which I think is rare for improv shows to look cool. I think it's rare for theater, right? Yeah, yeah that's true. Like,
0: I mean, theater can look great, and look amazing, but it's rare that you feel like it's cool. When it's I saw, like,
1: yeah. you know, until you, most like, of the time theater you, is just like, like horrible, or it makes you cringe, yeah. yeah. When lieutenant you, of indish when yeah, you read that you're like that's cool <laughs> it is cool I, right. I saw that i saw that on super Sunday violent yeah like, there's yeah. violence is cursing there's drinking you're there's like blood okay, that's everywhere cool. yeah yeah, yeah. Like quentin tarantino that's, you're part. totally yeah. right anything that's on stage it might look like impressive and and in new york city there's all kinds of theater but it generally feels like you're two degrees removed from actually enjoying it you're like appreciating it you're like oh yes. this is a well done piece of art but it's <laughs> rare that it's like fun yeah exactly and, uh,
0: and so improv was that so you saw Let's just, uh, I hate to do this you, Will, this is not a bit, but what
1: year was this? <laughs> oh, I don't mind. 1998. 1998. I and when did you take your first class? 96. 96. No, 97. Nin- at CCL. Oh, at you okay. When did you take your first UCB 99. Class? 99. Yeah. And uh, From Kevin Mullaney. Kevin Mullaney. Yeah. Under mind. the
0: Gun Theater. Shout out. Shout out. Yeah. Shout out. Under, Chicago the, gun. Theater Under the Gun Theater in just Chicago. Just following him on Instagram.
1: I've, <laughs> yeah, I've never been there. Kevin and I performed there. We went there in January. Kevin Hines and I performed a set at the Under the Gun Theater in January. It was really oh, fun. The Brothers Heinz. Yes. Guys,
0: if, you, if Brothers Heinz... World Brothers Heinz. If traveling you're a European group, comedy... Right. Fa- yeah,
1: if you're a European
0: High and Mighty fan one <laughs> right now, the Brothers Heinz are coming to a <laughs> junction near you. They're just coming through That's Oslo right. and Denmark next week. <laughs> just like the two funniest dudes to see on like an international tour. you like, so we went strange. to another museum today. It's like, just two like balding dudes. So with gla- Balding pale dudes with glasses. We like, did a show <laughs> in
1: Bremen, Germany, two weeks ago and we were so anxious before i was like i hope i mean we are representing the ucb (laughs) two dads basically two like seriously middle-aged looking dudes and like and 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 we're talking now about how my first ucb show and i assume yours guys was like a cool show right it was like amy polar you know and like and like cool monologists and a bunch of like and like maybe john daly or jason manzuka doing cool improv but in Bremen, it was like, oh, well, here's UCB and me and Kevin walk out, <laughs> schlumping it up. But I, they did love the show. But I, I don't know, like it's it was it was weird. But yeah, we it's did not a show. Is no, it's, it's
0: so you not started as cool. improv in your late twenties. Yeah, I was That's late. making – I'm I assuming UCB people right now gasp,
1: like all these 19-year-olds who are like, like I haven't off.
0: even got – I've got to get into advanced study before I turn 20. Yeah. <laughs> I, like,
1: I mean, I'm an aberrate. Nobody should follow me for any life choices. Like I started – I have drifted through everything. Yeah, I started improv when I was 29. Yeah, I had been a computer programmer for nine years and it was just like, fuck this. But I had – I didn't really know – but you did, did improv you? I, and computer. You did improv as a hobby. I, for a I did, while, yeah, yeah, I cross-faded. Right. Yeah, you didn't like. You didn't
0: have like a hard core. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like,
1: who's who's taking level one with me? <laughs> the computer programming industry like diminished because of like nine eleven and the dot com crash. As UCB. Uh, ballooned in my life, so like, sort of like. I've always took said over that 9-11 other... really started UCB. I think... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think yeah, it was the jump start honestly, the theater. Honestly,
0: needed. I'm looking into a lot of connections right now. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be another episode. I'll have Anthony Atamanik on, I'm just and we'll saying discuss it's no, the no connections. coincidence.
1: None of the UCB were in the towers. They, they knew the UCB somehow. four. Were all I mean, that's sick. a fact. None of the UCB <laughs> were? were in the towers. So yeah. you draw what conclusions you want. <laughs> they were all in New York that day, but they weren't in the towers. Nope. So. They, they knew, knew something. They knew they something. Knew. Was, uh, yeah, they knew.
0: Uh, uh, Anthony, what about you? When when, when what, what's your origin? I story started.
1: Originals? I did comedy sports in
2: college in North Carolina. But did you Which do? Is- Short College form, group and I did not. You didn't do. That didn't chips, really exist. Right? Chips. Chips was formed while I was there, but I was already doing comedy sports, so I didn't really
0: care. So, w- what made you sign up for comedy sports?
2: Uh, in high school, I went to this thing called Governor's School for Theater and met oh, okay. a guy there who, there who was doing comedy sports in high school in Raleigh and told me about it. So then, my senior year of high school, I would go watch it all the time, uh, and then they opened a Chapel Hill branch. I went to UNC and they opened Chapel Hill branch my freshman year. And so I started just performing there. And then by my sophomore year, I was managing it
0: and running the rehearsals. So you were Uh, a college kid who joined a, like an adult's club. Yeah. Like an adult. A lot of us were college students, a lot of college students, but it wasn't affiliated with the college.
2: Uh, no, not at all. I feel like
0: that's like, and we
2: were paid. We were professionals. We got paid $8 a show. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it was huge. It was like so great.
0: Was that weird? Like and it was like... like
2: people like Jim Woods. You know who that is? Yes, he was I doing it. A ton it. of people went Eric through there. Eric Honeycutt, who performs here in LA, still um, a bunch of people that are and people in Chicago. These guys, uh, Jordan Gargello and Joe Burton. Uh, they're all still in Chicago performing and doing. Like a lot of us went on from the Chappell rally. We're all doing from Rally Chapel Hill. Did yeah. Wyatt Seneck? Yeah. Did he do stuff? Wyatt
1: Seneck came in my uh, right before I moved to New York. I feel like comedy sports is a weird. if We we can go inside on this, right? Yeah, like yeah. This, like comedy sports, the Milwaukee comedy sports yeah. is like the legendary one. That's like the first Dan Harmon and Rob Schraub came out. Of, oh, was that the very first That was the very sports? first
2: one. It was talk, talk, started by a guy named Dick Chudnow okay. who used to hang out
1: I'm with the Zuckers. Dick Chudnow? Dick Chudnow. Holy
0: shit. Dude, I hate the name Gabrus. <laughs> this guy's name's Chud now,
1: and his dick first Chud name's now. Dick Chud. Now. He's Chud now, <laughs> now and on some Dick. The, uh, that name is made up. But Chid he now? used
2: to work with the Zucker brothers. He was he like was involved in Kentucky Fried Movie, oh, and ooh. then he started Comedy Sports, and then yeah. became a franchise all over the oh, country. I didn't know it most, started in Milwaukee. Most of them, yeah, most of them. Not well. They they the two Comedy money, Sports
1: but, ones I hear most about are the Milwaukee one, I guess, because it was first. I didn't know yeah, that. I, I didn't first. know that Harmon was there. Yeah, and Rob Schraub And then, then but then they, they came out of Madison former oh, guest Charlie oh, oh, oh. but I may be wrong about that former you, guest you, Charlie
0: Sanders was a comedy sports guy right Out yes of...
1: in in
2: Minnesota in Minnesota and Colton Dunn Colton Dunn was there Colton too. Dunn did it in New York too and I think Sanders did too
0: there was a New York chapter oh. uh, for a while so comedy sports again is short form improv like I realize kind of... I haven't explained anything about improv but I know I'm assuming... we just keep saying short form if, you, if like you understand podcasts <laughs> I think you understand improv <laughs> yeah. like you know that much like, yeah. if, you're, if you got this technology down you probably heard of improv basically yeah. short
2: form is like before we do it we will tell you what is going to be funny about what you're about to see. It's
0: like a theater game. It's whose yeah. line is it anyway? It's you literally stand up and go, okay. And
2: this next thing, here's what will be funny about it. Right. And then you do it. And yeah. then in long form, you just go,
0: we'll show you what will be funny when we figure it. Right. Yeah. That's right. the difference. Yeah. Long form is a little closer to theater. And I would say short form is a little closer to like game. And I
2: remember like. when long form was coming out, people in short form were like, well, they call it short. Some of the scenes are... Or what they call it long form. Some of the scenes aren't that long. They're pretty short. Yeah. Like,
1: hey, burn. yeah. What a great yeah. put down. Uh, it's great when improv people make fun of each other. There's nothing cooler than two schools of improv really going after like, each other. That,
0: that always makes me think of like, then you just zoom out and yeah. there's like a lacrosse player going, you fucking
3: <laughs> But every single town that
2: gets improv where it becomes a thing, at some point, a theater, there will be a fight. And then another theater will be formed, and those yeah. theaters will hate each other yeah. for years. Yeah, every single theater every that happens in every city. every city, every single city into, where there's improv, one Always. one dude gets a fucking yeah. some neck beard. I remember Austin; it happened. It happened in, in the old days in Chicago. It happened in New York. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's happened like several times in New York.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and I guess it's happened in L.A. a couple times. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So um,
2: anyway, then so I did comedy sports. Then I moved to New York to do... I was in a direct theater and thought I would never do improv again. And then through a bunch of crap, mostly Charlie Todd, uh, who is a guy in New York, found my way to UCB and started doing improv Who there. you
0: knew from college? I you know? knew... From,
2: we had done comedy sports in college. Yeah. Oh, he together. did comedy
0: sports. And and he did comedy sports as well. Was he, Is he younger than you? Yeah,
2: he's younger than me. He the, was a freshman when I was a senior. Oh, cool. So we only had a year overlap. And he... He just landed, started doing Chips, and then... He landed... I don't think he ever did Chips. Maybe he did. In, North, in Chapel Hill. Saying? Chips is uh, the Chapel Hill improv players. Oh, are college But, but I've got... I think, college improv group. And
0: I feel like I'm cl- connect close to them, because I went to, like, two of their... I did Torco there twice. Oh, yeah. But also have since met so many people that have... That came been, through there, yeah. yeah. like yeah. Mono and Mary, uh-huh. and, like, all yeah. those people that are here now. The now, North
1: Carolina like, Mafia is strong. Oh, it's big, yeah. I feel like I've really met crazy. so many UNC people everywhere and
2: then you go outside of you and see you like get into brian husky and like all those guys there's like those five what, what's it
0: called the five colleges or whatever where there's the like, triangle is the, the triangle. that's yeah. the area yeah. yeah 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 and it's like if you count that's a lot of you're opening up a lot of colleges. oh today. yeah it's a lot of college
2: kids <laughs> yeah um but anyway then i found my way to ucb and uh ended up being there forever
0: <laughs> yeah to, to date <laughs> to question mark
2: uh when uh, when was your level one So I had a weird, because I was doing theater, and so Charlie had taken level one, and then he was starting a practice group out of his level one, and was like, come do it. And I had never done long form ever, so I was like, okay, I'll do it, but if I, I don't know what's going on, so if I hold you guys back, just kick me out. Um and so I learned improv from Jackie Clark coached us, uh, and I would just I just started going to Harold Knight and reading the Improv Resource Center, which is a message board. Uh, reading and a it, message board, if you're listening, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I just read that, and we would watch. I would watch every what was it? It was on Thursday nights, Carol yeah. night. And it was two at eight o'clock, two at nine thirty, and then cage match at 11. So, which was also, two we teams. called it hitting the cycle and it was sitting through all six. Oh, yeah. uh, and then I'd go home and debate them with Charlie on the subway all the way home back to our <laughs> Queens. And that's how I learned long form.
1: You could do the new um, team show. And at then our team also. won this
2: tournament. To be, which got us a spot in cage match, and then we beat Optimus International, which was like the Jack McBrayer team. Oh yeah! I went on a cage match run, and I started taking level one during that cage match run. (laughs) Um, So literally, like I would be since
0: change the rules. There's like a level two kid here sitting here, man. If only I got on cage match, bro, (laughs) I'd be the next Anthony King. So (laughs) I was
2: taking level one, and then we would like, I would like go to cage match to to perform and my classmates would be going, like, What?
0: Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, hey, cut flyering for my show, where's your show? Tonight at eleven. Yeah. <laughs> and there
1: were no indie do teams doing it then. It was all herald teams. There and were you guys, some right? indie teams there but it was a much
2: smaller world. Yeah. Much, much smaller world. It was mostly um, house um, Remember team. Irish rep? Yes. Where they would actually pay you to perform? Yeah. Like there was this this theater called Irish Repertory and this guy started a night where he was paying everyone. To perform. Yeah. It didn't last very long because he couldn't <laughs> sustain
0: it. It went out of business very that happens, quickly. Like, that happened like every three months, I remember. Yeah. It's yeah. like Juvie Hall. Everyone gets five dollars and it's like, oh, we're closing down.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're gonna
0: make it. Uh but yeah, so
2: I came in backwards that way, and then so I took level one with Betsy Stover, uh, and then level two with Seth Morris, uh, and then level three with Delaney, and while
0: I was in that level three, I got put on Dillinger oh, for Great Harold team, by the way. Yeah. One yeah. of my favorites, though my favorite Harold team actually had Will Hines on it. Monkey really? Di- Monkey Dick was, was, Dick was my, my favorite. Monkey Dick was my favorite. It all depends when you started, I feel like. Yeah. Like Can Monk- I say
2: something that's a little off topic? Sure. I just learned two weeks ago that Chris Gethard lied to your Harold team about something that that he said I said that we that ended up challenging you guys and made you great but it's something I never said you said
0: that we weren't smart right yeah,
2: that's yeah, not you what said, I said you said that I never said that <laughs> well that doesn't sound like Gethman on another pod <laughs> on another podcast Chris Gethard admitted that I never said it
0: oh shit that's how
2: I found out that he had
0: said that I said it I just now found out you never said that <laughs> yeah, so what we're referring to just so you can, you audience members that are, I was on a Harold team called fland Harold teams are teams <laughs> at, the at the theater oh my god uh, I'm gonna assume like you a little bit of or you know, there's so much shit going on in this. But I don't even give a fuck if you're listening. <laughs> uh, this is all for me. <laughs> um, I was on a Harold team called Fwand We were really good. We made we had some really great people. And uh, yeah, you're amazing. you were one of the best teams ever. Yeah, we had yeah, Will's brother, sure. Will's brother Kevin, yep, uh, yeah. Ozari, Sean, Ellie Hart, Kemper, Ellie Kemper, Shannon O'Neill. Um, I'm Greg forgetting Gillespie. Greg Tugolescu and Dominic, Moses. Dominic Dirkus. No, Matt Moses was Mailer L- Demon. Okay, okay, Fawn started after Chelsea he went Clark. To, yeah, Chelsea placed, Clark replaced um, Shannon with Shannon. Shannon went to. Right, uh, right, right, right. And we were like a wild team. But we always just did the silliest, stupidest shit. And then Chris Gethard, who was coaching us at the time, Chris Gethard is a uh, underground comedian turned yeah. something <laughs> in New York uh, cult leader. You can yeah, say cult leader, yeah, so cult, he's a leader. cult leader, leader. yeah. Um, uh, um, and he was coaching us at the time. He's the best, one of the best improv coaches I've uh, ever yeah. had. Yes, one of the and best hands down. Improv- I, I never met someone who ever. cared more. And he didn't. Tr- he didn't let us pay him.
1: Yeah.
3: He oh, was really? Like, he,
0: for like six months. He's like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying working with you guys. Don't pay me. We are like, yeah, this is so uncomfortable. Wow. He's one of the best. In, you hindsight, know, it been, the in best. hindsight, it might have been like a martyr thing. Like a, you know, yeah, a yeah, yeah maybe. Martyr He always did. made Dillinger pay.
1: <laughs> but he was our first coach and made us great. Yeah. Like he was such yeah. a good coach. And he said almost it, every great Herald team at U C V had gathered for a while coaching them.
2: He's the best uh, that I ever saw that knew the difference between teaching and coaching
0: right right, like right. and how
2: because i never really understood the difference uh but and i think i was a much better teacher than coach but he was such a fucking good coach yeah like, he was such a he like coach. made you so a coaching team means
1: more. like seeing what you already are and helping you and, do more of that. and that
2: it's about inspiration and telling you the right thing at he the right is time awesome at that. and yeah. be and like he's it's awesome not about at that. the fundamentals all the time it's
1: about building a team right he's yeah. so good at he that could stuff. fill teams up with fire like he was no good with that, that, that stuff really, he was really good
0: like we did so much crazy shit and like flaunt I mean, now everyone does it. And people before us did it too. But Flan, we were trying to like, you know, we were the classic, like, we've been doing improv for two years. So let's break the form. You know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But you the, did it well. Like, usually people do that, it. it's because we never
2: got the form. We're breaking it. Right. And it was we, like, we, no, you guys could do it. We
0: managed it. to str- like to get it get it going for a good chunk of time. There was like six to nine months where we were doing weird shit with the Herald and we were like, it was working. And people oh, yeah. enjoyed it. Yeah. There was like what? a good
2: six months to a year where you guys
0: were yeah. unbelievable. And Gether but told us we were dumb. Da-
2: Building up to that was about two or three months where it was
0: hard.
1: Right. Oh, and yeah. Bad. We were
0: bad.
2: Yeah. yeah. But we stuck You guys should tell that.
1: I think that whole story is great. Because, like, Mailer Demon was a team that was, like, mediocre.
0: Mailer Demon was a team not, not that mediocre. was, like, it was good. Like, it, was it was good. good, good, good Mailer Demon was, like, um, uh, one of those punk bands that you were, like, I love when these guys open <laughs> for an actually good punk band. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, Mailer Demon was, like, we came out, we, we did we it. We've done like Harold's 17 great. minutes. You right, know, right. Like, we were made up of all big, funny personalities, strong, yeah. strong improvisers, but we didn't have focus and we just right. did good scenes. We didn't have good shows and we, and we were wild and yeah. we were cocky and we like, you were leaned hilarious. Into it for fun. Also yeah. super, we were hilarious. Super funny. We weren't that great at improv. And then that team got broken up when some people moved on to, uh, uh, the sh- 85, 85 yeah. and Fond got kind of formed at the yeah. same time. Yeah, that's right. And then fond was like an iteration of Mailer or demon where we were like, fuck it. We're not going to do scenes. We're not going to edit. We're not going to do scenes. We're not going to yeah. pick our opening. We're just going right. to m- just do shit. Yeah, and uh, we were calling it organic improv or organic transitions at the time. I think that's what everyone. There's all different. Organic means something different to everybody. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. Um, and Gethard said that Anthony King, who is former artistic director, of yeah. not, not to uh, Will Hines, former uh, academic, what was supervisor it, supervisor, was supervisor. But yeah.
2: the, the the precursor to this to me to me saying this is he and I were talking all the time, and and he was saying like, "Hey, we're trying this thing," and I was like, "I see what you're doing." I'm not going to, don't worry. You can, you get time to play. Like, I'm not, I see what you're trying to do. So I'm not going to be dying
0: for you to go. So I'm not not going to my theater. He was, I'm not going to say,
2: I'm not going to go like, no, you aren't good. So I'm breaking up the team or some crap like that. Like, I was like, I see what you're trying to do. So I'll give you time. And then over time we were in that conversation, by the way, no one knew that either. Everyone was always like, you're going to get cut immediately at UCB. Yeah. And then that was never the case. But the.
0: But anyway, that's where this came from. Yeah. And then he told us. Because nineteen eighty five was Will Hines. You were on 1985. I was on eighty five. Yeah, and that was like the. We
1: were the smart team. A, yeah, a,
0: allegedly though, right? Like, cause yeah. you guys,
1: you, you had <laughs> you guys are pretty dumb. Everyone,
0: everyone on Harold Knight to a certain degree is is rather smart. Yeah, like, everyone, yeah sure. Like, uh, you
1: know, like, we were like the we were. There's we, already
0: like this. You sample were the cerebral pull, team, though. Yeah, you were the yeah, cerebral yeah. team because mostly because you had you in tonoi Yeah, right and. <laughs> I like yeah, <laughs> I mean, and I think people and Porter Mason like, too. Yeah, and Porter Mason, you're very smart, uh-huh. but I think people just look
1: at you and say like, "Oh, he's like a heady, intelligent right." Because I have glasses, right? And, and you're, I'm older like yeah, like, you're like older than most of the people, I'm, right? Like, but you're not. Yeah, yeah, You're, you're just. You're, as, I think you're smarter than I am. Right, I think, but like, like that's
0: the thing. I, I'm fat with a beard and right. Right. shorts, you come out so people like think a, I'm like uh, this is right. a weird
2: I, conversation. Gabe is trying to convince you that you're not smart. No, yeah. no, no.
0: I, but he I is, he,
1: because
2: he is smart, look. but
0: He's, you're not smart. Will. No, he but, is very smart, but, but I people convinced. immediately just go, "A oh, Will Hines is like a super." Yeah, sure. Same so thing about Craig Rowan. Craig Rowan gets the whole like, "This guy is intelligent." Craig Rowan. Farts makes a mouth fart yeah. in every show I've ever done with. Him. He makes a mouth fart and uh, the
1: worst puns yep. imaginable. And yeah. he just because he looks. I've never talked to Craig. Craig Rohn's one of the like funniest dudes, <laughs> but every five sentences he goes like TV, more like me, me. Yeah, like, like, <laughs> yeah. he says that. All he the does. Time. He
0: actively chooses to not be funny on a yeah. number of occasions. <laughs> yeah, and but he looks. He looks smart. He, like he looks. So like, eighty five.
1: looked like we were supposed to be like the yeah. the, the 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 top team. Yeah, and you, you were, were like, veteran and players. Were, yeah. and like smart looking people or whatever. And Eric Tanoi arguably may be the smartest person to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tanoi will do callbacks to like five shows from five weeks ago. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'd be bummed that no one else picked up on it. Yeah. Simultaneously, having been refrained. on a team
1: with Tanoi. He is
2: the guy that like would walk out confidently doing something and you'd be like, I have no idea what he <laughs> yeah. <to> did. <do> <laughs> yeah. Not yeah. a
1: clue. And then afterwards you would go, I was doing this. And you'd be like, ah, shit. That yeah, was a great oh, move. Fuck, man, I, I, I'm you stupid. You literally
0: t- too far ahead of me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't
1: catch up to you. So you guys were seen as like the dumb crazy team and we were like the smart do it by the books team yeah which w- neither of those was totally true right because but that was the perception
0: you guys have had Charlie we Sanders really, and Adam Sanders. who were like yeah, energy players super silly yeah, yeah. team <laughs> yeah
3: I think I'm like a really silly player right, actually that's think what I was getting I at very before when I was saying
0: you didn't look smart was
2: I was that, from monkey dick what we did the comment came crazy. out of, of me of him saying that I said you guys weren't smart enough was after I think a couple months of it not you had had a particularly bad show and he was like oh I don't know I don't know and I was like yeah they
1: gave you guys permission to drop the organics didn't he it was right around that time. And I said
2: like maybe they're not the team to do this. Like maybe it's not in their Maybe it's not In like what a supportive like way Or whatever Yeah like maybe it's just not In, what, in like... their <laughs> thing And he took that as You're not smart enough Yeah he
0: turned to us and was like Anthony King says You guys aren't smart enough To keep doing it And we Get were like myth making is amazing But that's what I mean That's a good coaching move That's a great coaching move That's putting move. the
2: headline Up in the
0: locker room That's like um, you know, yeah. That's, that's really major good. league That's the it's major league coaching. It's like the owner hates us Yeah. But every win we have We're gonna peel off A piece of her dress yeah. We yeah. had Anthony King's Dong out in a fucking We had
1: Anthony's head On like a playgirl I think it also, body.
0: We're like, <laughs> we're doing it for you,
1: King. <laughs> People listening to this must be like, who gives a shit about any of this? But like, but when, that's when like you're a, theme on of a listener Night, of the
0: show, you so. are.
1: Well, I don't even mean that. I just mean like, when you're doing like Harold Knight, like the least commercially applicable oh, yeah. thing that you can do at the UCB theater we've talked about this before right Harold Knight is the thing that gets all the attention at the UCB being all on Harold Knight all status yeah all yeah. the status but the least amount of career like it goes in
0: the reverse order it's like Harold Knight has got the most status Mod Knight's got the second most status and like the video, the, the teams. video teams have the th- third most status but if you look it's for the a reverse job. of the most important like yeah, to get higher you role. need to <laughs>
1: learn yeah exactly you have like video skills you can get a job that's like, literally a craft
3: yeah and then Mod Knight has <laughs> yeah, like people writing like... <laughs>
1: sketches and doing characters Characters. Right, things Harold that are Knight, repeatable. Yeah, and like, and you can do them for agents and get a job or a show or whatever. And Harold Knight is a useless skill. Right, that industry like, does not care. about Does not care. about it. Does not care. Does about it. Not care right. But at, but when you're in the UCB society, that's all the focus. <laughs> so know. like you're on Fuan, it's like we got to get our organics down, man.
0: <laughs> right, and it's like we were and rehearsing. You we were rehearsing tw- like once a week, performing at um, Harold Knight. We ran in cage match. You and did we did Friday were, night shows. And we tonight. were doing uh the uh, where we uh. Under- oh, yeah. St. Marks where Ruben Williams yes. first started, yeah. yeah, or where I first saw Reuben Williams, yeah, Robin Williams King's. then. Oh, right. you were Robin Williams yeah. then? I remember that. John Reynolds is one of my one of the people I watch improvise and go, "Okay, I think I can do this." Oh,
3: yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. When he, <laughs> we'll talk, we'll talk about that in one sec.
2: You just French kiss everyone in every show. <laughs> yeah. Or I, I saw the first I've been French the kissed first, by him so many times.
1: First Robin Williams show, later Ruben Williams show that I saw. Uh, there was like a bunch of object working in a break room, and Reynolds felt up and molested every object like he put his hand up the vending machine which meant he put his hand up the shirt of like Chris Kula and then he oh, like yeah, tried right. to look for change in the payphone so he like put his finger in the zipper of like Joe Wenger or something like that and then and then he was like oh I can't get the coffee machine to work and he like Frenched whoever that was as if somebody would like put their tongue inside a coffee machine uh, my first so we're
0: talking about there yep. was this little theater on St. Mark's between first and A called under St. Mark's which at some point a couple of uh, improv teams took over. I feel like when I was it did anyone do it before Robin Williams? It was who you no know, it Elephant. was
2: it was Rogue Elephant that did it right, and, and then you, they invited us to play. And with you him. did it like every week, uh, yeah, well, every, or
0: every other week or once, whatever one it Friday was, a yeah. month, whatever Friday it was. Nights, yeah. yeah, and um, then you would have like a comedian host it, and then some random other, maybe a third group opening up. Yeah, um, and In the early days
2: it was often Aziz.
0: That's what yeah, that's before crazy. anyone knew who Aziz
2: was when he was doing his Cold Stone Creamery joke. Cold Stone Creamery box turtle like all those jokes that yeah. like that made his in a special, whole thing and now Aziz yeah. is
0: maybe one of the biggest stars yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right um, crazy we'd be like fuck big... Aziz don't worry about Aziz's
1: jokes how's the organic
0: yeah, sense Aziz going? I don't know <laughs> Aziz seems kind of full of himself I like those eight white guys over there <laughs> Aziz just is like okay cool well I'm gonna casually take off and become <laughs> <Yeah>. fucking you <laughs> yeah where are you at ugly stick you know <laughs> <laughs> First podcast shout out to the improv team, <laughs> Ugly Stick. Oh man, that is such a deep
3: cut.
1: That is such a deep Cody, cut. Cody, Jeff, Betsy. How's, how's everybody doing? <laughs> I know you're This listening. is like hearing a podcast with Lou Reed and he's like, What's up with the MC5?
0: <laughs> but Under St. Mark's was actually a big part of like I start I was taking classes at the time and I just moved into Williamsburg and I was kind of still new to the city even though I lived in Long Island my whole life and it was one stop away on the L and it was uh-huh. Friday nights and I worked as a uh, a PA and I'd be like Friday nights I would have non improv friends like or my new improv friends like me Nick right. and Nacho or me and whoever yeah. else I was, whoever else friend Cody Melton and Jeff we'd be like for for six bucks it cost. You could buy tall boys nearby. Yep. And watch And we gave away beer all the time. We gave anyway. away beer all the time. We could watch Robin Williams, uh Rogue Elephant. Rogue Elephant was sort of closer to my peers. They were yeah. all like one uh grade ahead of me. Robin Williams was like two or three. I didn't grades realize old.
2: Rogue was ahead of you. That's Yeah,
0: I started like uh after them. Yeah. Uh, okay. Like but but I ascended uh, like uh, at the same pace. I, I caught up to a lot of them in uh-huh. Harold the team wise, right. but they were performing for a while before I came I around. See. And that was Friday nights for six bucks tall boys. It would be like I don't. I can't really. I don't. I can't really get to Harold night, but I can go to this thing because it's a party. Right. I yeah. remember being. Who was I talking to? Because I went out to dinner with Eric Capel and, and Johanna, and we were like. I think you did you guys meet at grassroots like i called them out immediately oh yeah, yeah. we would always yeah. go yeah right and it's like that's where we went to party and that's where yeah. anthony king would be drunk enough that you're just talking to him all of a sudden you're like yeah. an improv student talking to the uh this artistic dude who's director. like a, who's a, yeah the artistic director like you're talking <laughs> to so, michael delaney would be there or some weirdo right, yeah. would be there yeah. like, yeah. just come hang out yeah people just come <laughs> hang out and you're like holy shit i'm talking to this is cool that was like getting invited to like the uh, a fraternity party of the fraternity you wanted to pledge yeah right you know, and then Johanna
2: just, was on Ugly Stick right, right exactly, yes, exactly yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, um, just while we're sharing John Reynolds stories Yeah, <laughs> I watched him take a tall boy at Budweiser yeah. hold uh, Katie Dippold uh, writer of <laughs> the screenwriter of the film Ghostbusters <laughs> Uh <laughs> I watched him hold her (laughs) cheeks so that her mouth was forced open and then pour beer in her mouth and then put his hand over her mouth to like force her to to make her drink it. And then he like poured it all over himself and then later on <laughs> in that show some woman this like, was a show this was a show this was yeah, in was an in improv show he yeah, worked yeah. it into somehow yeah. was part of the show yeah uh, later on in the show a woman was taking a photograph from the crowd and a flash went off because this is pre-iPhones yeah and John Reynolds you know, sometimes when you're an improviser, someone in the crowd bothers you, you do something to sort of mock them. John Reynolds was like, wait, wait, wait. You two, And he just turns to whatever the scene was doing. He turns, hey, everyone, crowd together. Let me take your pictures because I'm a fucking cunt. And he's like screaming at the The poor woman's like, oh, I guess he was like And it ended up being like somebody on Rogue Elephant's like family or something like yeah. that. She was like a 40-year-old woman. Like, how come to your theater and show? And Under St. Mark's is a
1: small room. Oh, under St. Like so seat's small. like 18. Yeah, yeah, it's so small. <laughs> cool. He's just screaming uh, the top. That's every of his show lungs. with John Reynolds. That's every. Yeah. What's fan. your origin story? My origin story was. You're uh, playing rugby. You guys are doing big booty
0: to warm up. <laughs> we, uh, a lot of people don't know this, but rugby players need object work. <laughs> we don't have equipment, so we're like, don't have props. So, uh, no, uh, actually, uh, I. Activities fair, first day of school, just being my obnoxious asshole self. I went into in college, high school or to college? Marist college. Or in college. Mar- Marist College of Poughkeepsie. I came in super cocky I had a great summer as a lifeguard I had lost a bunch of weight you slimmed down you were a a
1: prime gabrus I
0: was prime gabrus I was was funny because I was a high school fat nerd so I developed that humor defense mechanism I was the class clown but then I got jacked and then went away to college where nobody knew me and I was like a fucking king of a tiny kingdom so I was like this obnoxious cocky self and I was just growing into it rapidly like every day I was like mutating more and more (laughs) and then I was like going through the activity fair and I'm like theater haha that's funny yeah because I knew I was funny And I like loved Doing talent shows I never done any Like real theater But yeah. I love Lip syncing And bullshit like that I my right. Looking silly And I was like Oh theater might actually Be something I would Be down to do Yeah Not knowing really What it entails Yeah like <laughs> <So laughs> Thank god I didn't actually Get that involved And I was like Making wise cracks, And the woman's like Put an H next to your name and I'm like, what do I put an H next to my name for? And she's like, it's for the humorous. We have a comedy group here on campus, and uh, you're pretty funny, and maybe you would want to audition for them. And I'm a, I'm a comedy nerd first, like a okay. film nerd and a comedy nerd uh-huh. first. She said comedy group, and I went back to my room, and I was like, I'm joining this comedy group. This is my future. Like, that's- Really? I found really? It. Yeah. And I just went, and I auditioned, and I did short-form games, and I was- more confident than the seniors that are sitting there like watching me. You know, yeah, it's like right. I, because I'm just so I'm like so full of myself. And it literally that skill set of being cocky got me like all the way through to level three improv like in 2005. Like Amazing. just being sort of conf- cocky and confident and and quick witted got me so far before I actually had to really learn how to do improv. Yeah. yeah. But
2: I do think like if you have that you already know how to do it. Yeah, you're like along the path.
0: Like if you're confident or you have... Do you guys remember
2: the first long form scene you ever did? No, I don't think so. I remember almost all of mine. No idea what I was doing, but I remember the first You're counting scene. this as
1: like when you went to the office and Jackie Clark is coaching first you? First
2: practice on in a, oh, with this so group, awesome. the office okay, yeah. with Jackie Clark. And looking back on it, it was... I, Carl
0: Arnheider? Mike Hagen? Was it?
2: Yep, yep. <laughs> it was with Mike Hagen, who loved to do a ob- lot of object work. We were playing tug of war. Uh, and the game was that I was, I was finding every reason to let go of the rope so that he would fall away and I would do other stuff. And then I would just casually grab the rope and start it up again. Uh And it had full game, full pattern, like all of it. Didn't know what any of that was when I was doing it, but it was just like, well, this is what's funny about it. Yeah. Make it happen again. So yeah. Just so do it again. Yeah. And then you just learned, oh, that's what those words mean. Yeah. And that's why I never understood. I'm like, why is this so hard? (laughs) It's like, it's not, I mean, I obviously went through my phase, like everyone where you suck because you're thinking too much once you start learning the rules. But it's like, if you either know how to do it or you don't like, is there anyone who's not, that is not funny that has ever been taught how to do improv? Well,
1: maybe not. I think no. <laughs> I think there are no. very good
0: improvisers who aren't very funny, and there are very funny people who are terrible improvisers, but I think you're right. Like, you have to be at least sort of funny to Are really... there really funny people who are terrible improvisers? No, they're not terrible. You're right. There are really funny people who... Who are not terrible. Who are just not as they good can with. be stage hogs, they can be like annoying to
2: play with. Yeah, right. They don't maximize how good they are. They're right. like yes, an they're awesome not, athlete. Are, yeah.
1: Who doesn't learn the fundamentals. Like right. if they're really yeah, like awesome a ball athlete, hog or whatever, but yeah. They don't see all the fair. passes they could make oh, or something still like good. that. That's 100. but it's like well they every time they shoot it goes in and they can rebound everything so <laughs> they're not the worst person to right, have on your right. team yeah
0: all right yeah I guess we just don't pass it to them or we
1: just <laughs> they're right.
0: not just, they're just not your first out. pick yeah, they're not as good exactly. as
1: the athletes who have right. the fundamentals
0: and so then I started doing short form and sketch in college and I became obsessed with comedy and I it like took over my whole life that and rugby is like all I did Did you in move to New York for UCB I well I moved home like so oh, I was uh-huh. easy for me like I didn't I didn't move to sc- I was. My summer home. What did you major in? I ma- I was majoring in biology, went away, and then switched to like uh, TV and film production. Okay. Hmm. Um. When I got uh, one time I was going to a Knicks game with some friends, and we got lost. And I walked past an old theater, uh, the old theater that had the big 3D glasses painted uh-huh. on like the metal roll-up door, and I went oh they have a theater because I was a comedy nerd I so knew about knew the TV about... show mm-hmm. so I was like oh I, th- that's a funny show and I'm like that's weird they have like a building I wonder what the building is and I uh, I dogpiled it which was my search engine of choice <laughs> in 2002 or whatever oh my
1: god that brain cell has not been lit up in years <laughs> yeah. whatever brain cell was storing the dogpile information I have, I have not activated that it uses
0: four different search engines <laughs> and divided into four different windows I know. which is so complicated um, and and uh, I dogpiled it and I found out they had a school and I was taking improv, I was doing improv in school so I was into it Uh, and then my, I was like, all right, I signed up in my junior year, summer, in between junior and senior year, I took level one while I was living at home and I would get off my shift as a Jones Beach lifeguard and get on the Long Island Railroad and go in. I would be like, I was like super tan in a yeah. tank top and a bathing suit and yeah. flip flops <laughs> yeah. showing up to do improv. I'm 21 years old. There's all like varying people, people right. varying degrees. Later, learned Vanessa Beyer from SNL was in my level one. Oh. Do not, Really? Do not remember her. She does not remember me.
2: Yeah. Neither I didn't of know she remember. took classes in New York. Yes. Yeah. Spoh, she was from
0: Chicago. Spo sorted it out. Spo was wow. like talking to her about it. Found out she actually took level one UCB around.
1: And like, oh. Spo, Shannon O'Neill, current uh, artistic And then did she go to. Chicago. After that, I
0: think so. Or she was there to go to school and took a an uh. some some kind of weird thing. And she she was like, there was one guy in my class. He was like. D- dyed blonde hair he was like and Shannon's like I think that's Gabrus and then she looked it up like on the registrar and me and Vanessa Vire were oh my were god that's together. amazing yeah. we're separated at birth is the way I look at it and once I took level one I brought it back I went back to school and I was like short form games are fucking stupid yeah. <laughs> this is dumb guys let's do something called the Herald and we just tried to do the Herald for like a whole month I remember even my like last
2: year's doing comedy sports Instead of games, we would always be like, can we just do scenes? Right. Because like, everyone... we are so bored with the games because you've done them a yeah. billion times. It's like, you know, every way to make going forward and reverse funny. Right. So you just get bored with it. Right. Or yeah. like
0: freeze tag is the like, which, yeah. which we would eventually call the Laurent or whatever. Right. But, <laughs> yeah, exactly. but, uh, freeze tag is like, gets close to long form. Gets close to and, it. Yeah. And then you get like,
2: the only thing long form doesn't give you that short form does, which is fun are pun games. Right. There's no equivalent long form of pun games. Uh,
0: I was so I eventually took level three with Michael Delaney, who is the guy who solidified giving a shit about improv to yes. me. Like really? I always wanted to do it, but I always, I never gave a fuck about it. Right, and Delaney, just the way he approached comedy in general, I was like, oh shit, I I like it's all integrity.
3: It's all integrity. Like yeah. just
0: the way he taught. Talk- talked about it i'm talking about this guy michael delaney who's a longtime new york improviser he's like the fucking funniest masterful i called him my yoda i was like obsessed and he was so genuine and from an adult who you respected and he was so genuine yeah and there was just even the fact that delaney's a couple years older than other teachers made him more important to me too because it's like he also
2: though especially in his like heyday conducted his his classes in a different way like right because there was not there was no curriculum yet and he didn't know anyone And even when there was one he never didn't pay attention to it. He would, he would learn your name if you were good. Right. He would learn yeah. your name. And you knew if he you knew your name that you were doing well. Yeah. Right. Um, but like I he I took him for level three and I remember every note he gave me. I Every I, single I re- note. I remember notes he gave me. I remember notes I
0: heard he gave other people. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because it like just resonated. You remember with, notes he gave you really? Uh, yeah. One thing he said in one class one time is like G- did, have you done short form before Gabris? And it was in a scene with someone else and, and they were like I, I was like, yeah, I have. And he's like, I forget who I was in a scene with. And it might have even been Chelsea Clark in a level five I took later. Uh-huh. And he, he was like, you're dealing with someone like John Gabriel here who can be funny in every sentence he says. He could just be funny if he wants. But he's, we got to do something more than that. And that's uh-huh. up to you, Gabris, to not just go to be funny in every... Think about it. You can be funny in every line, but or you could be really funny. And I was like, just the way he talked about it, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. And and plus, was, he
3: just had you pegged.
0: Well, yeah, plus he had me pegged. Plus, it was a compliment, too. And it's like yeah. the perfect thing to feed my ego. He's like, yeah. you're very good, but do you want to be the best? And I was like, oh, uh, you know, like I just <laughs> ate that up. And he... Yeah. I I was very physical, and uh, I'm big, and I'm goofy, and I mean, I remember his him best describing friend is Billy. Merritt. best kind of shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: He really calls, calls you that all the time to me.
0: And his I, his performing partner of years was Billy Merritt, and I think he had some affinity towards me because I reminded him of Billy as yeah, well. Because being and I played football and Billy played football. Right, yeah. Yeah. it was like this sort of. And uh, he described Billy Merritt one time in a class as he wa- he went to Billy Merritt used to be a bartender. He went to watch went to go to the bar that Billy was working at, and he said Billy was like a laugh shark. He would <laughs> swim over to one group of people, and then when he swam away, they'd all. Be be hysterical laughing and he'd yeah. arrive at another group of people on the other end of the bar talk to them for two minutes pour a drink and when he walked away that table would, would yeah. be hysterical laughing and i was just like all these things he told me i was just like rolling into i'm like i'm gonna add this to my personality like, like, <laughs> yeah. like i was actively being like i want to be good for this person i took like three classes in a row with yeah. delaney i refused to learn from anyone else until i like learned to oh op- he even did something in level three he's like would you guys be interested in me Whoever's interested in this, we can go on the other side, back where like Besser used to sleep, in that yeah. you know that like It right, right. was just that weird like Chinese paper wall. And he took each one of us back there. Whoever was okay with it, and he I, he'd be like, um, "I'll give you like an honest like note or whatever." Wow, yeah. And he just I'd like there. He's like, "Do me a favor and don't quit. Stick with oh, this." Really and he said that, and I was like, "He's like, you're obviously pretty good. Stick with this." And, I, and oh he's like, God, you have a real huge. chance of being put on a team. That's, that's what he told me in like level three. And I was like, that is all I needed to hear. Yeah. I needed like that kind of validation because I did feel like UCB was nerdy. Right. And, sure, I was right, a bit of, right. and I was like, I don't know if this is for me because I thought everyone was going to be like me. Uh-huh. Right. that was my biggest that, yeah. this is the most narcissistic thing you could say <laughs> but I went to a huge organization and assumed everyone was going to be like me and then was let down when they were different <laughs> that that's like youth deleting. hubris and, and again communist. pull
2: back just a little bit and they were just like you, middle class
0: white guys yeah exactly <laughs> it turns out I just <laughs> I remember my first time being backstage on Harold Knight I was like here we are. Just yeah. the, I was like, we're all going to be fucking around back here. And people are getting notes. Everyone's <laughs> scared. I'm like, oh, are you supposed to be nervous before shows? I've never <laughs> felt nervous before any <laughs> show in my entire life. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, shit. What? What the fuck? And also, yeah. I'm like, wait, this is not what I thought it was going to be like.
1: <laughs> you were on a Herald team with Carl I formerly of The Office, yes, right? Yes, my
0: first Harold team was Karl Ornheider. Yeah, Carl oh, wow. Havana Clambake, yeah. Pam Murphy. Oh yeah uh, Adam Powell, Justin, Justin Tyler Mike yeah. S- uh, Susanna Piedel- Beckett Susanna Beckett yes. uh, Michael Somerville. Somerville Yeah yeah, uh, John Gutierrez Oh Goots was on that Yeah That's I just funny. walked past him Last night on Sunset Boulevard so oh, <laughs> I was like Do you live out here And he was like Alright And I was like <laughs> See you later keep, keep Uh Guys we are <laughs> Way into the podcast <laughs> And have only discussed Our origin stories In <laughs> <of> the <problem. laughs> Lucky for you, there's a rule of threes. We're going to be recording nine episodes. <laughs> um, let's let's just get to what, what, what do you think we like? We know why we like improv. Why do you think it is so popular among,
1: to a certain type Look, of can people? We jump to a, can I just say a controversial thing right now? I think improv is heading into a dormant period. Oh, that's I interesting. I'm trying to say, like a downer thing, but I mean, I think it in brought us too cool. You know, mean, do you I mean, think in... it's
2: got a plateau. It's yeah, plateauing. I think. Ba- do I... you mean that it has reached the height and it's not going to go any further, or that I think it's it is already? Actually... I think it's already heading okay. into a. And do you mean in popularity or in like national skill. zeitgeisty
1: com- place in comedy? Ah, okay, okay, like the same way that stand-up comedy in the
2: nineties,
3: in the late
1: seventies, was like radical with like Steve Martin, George Carlin, Cosby, other people, yeah. and then in that's the eighties, comic. yeah, and then yeah. the eighties like with Seinfeld and like. I don't know David Steinberg and like who and all the and I guess this is after Brenner but or Leno and uh, became like ascendant uh-huh. and all of a sudden there's stand up clubs everywhere and everybody was starting to do an act and it exploded and it was cool like stand up was very very cool and smart and then in the somehow in the early mid nineties it it the bubble burst yeah and although and stand up didn't stop and there were all, there have always been cool stand ups but it kind of like the mainstream stand up like died. And then it sort of like went into this period where there was like David Cross and Genie. Well, that Garoppolo. was the beginning of the alt comedy, right? The alt, downtown. But that room. only lived like in big LA cities, and New York. in like yeah. in small rooms. Yeah. right. The stand up as like a as the huge elephant, but that would was in first. reaction to. The crappiness right. of stand up. So yeah. I kind of think that improv mm-hmm. with in the in Chicago in the 90s was like cool and doing it's like Steve Martin. Time. That was the advent. The beginning yeah, that of was it. like the innovative. Like oh, that's like with Adam McKay doing Pinata Full of Bees at Second City. They then UCB takes it to New York and it explodes. Cool people doing it. People like you and, and uh, Anthony showing up and just magnetizing people.
0: Getting TV shows from UCB.
1: The Tim Allen's. Right. The right, right. Donald and bloggers, so that's all through the 2000s. And that yeah. yeah. may, maybe it's not quite. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's bursting now but like it's just natural it's just it's gone through this explosion and this is no knock on improv as an art form but it's just what goes up must come down it's going to do now what stand up did in the 90s and that's just it's, it's just going to recede into a cave it some won't other way some other it's not going to go away it's it's locked in now other something else like video or sketch or something is going to move forward and then like 10 years from now another improv group is just going to light it up it might be a UCB group, but like something like going that's that's to happen.
0: Yeah, I think I think we're not uh, coming back down. I think it's on a plateau because we it has ascended. Improv has ascended like it's yeah. skyrocketing. It's this huge thing. It can't stay to be this big. I think and pop. some it of it is though up. that it's not like
2: I remember, and some of it is that we've been around it for a long time, so it's not amazing anymore. Like I compare it to like the Matrix. Like once you can see the Matrix, you're like, okay, I see how it works. Yeah, I and can't. Then I, I can't every help every now and then, someone will do something. Amazing in the Matrix, and yeah. you're like, "Oh, that's so cool that they did that." But most of the time, you're going like, "Yep, they reach through up someone's body. Yep, I see how they, I know how they did that. I know uh-huh. how they fly. I know how they do it. You know what I mean? Like, it's not that impressive, right? Yeah. You go Once through you that phase, all.
0: Well, you go through that phase too, where you're like. These teams aren't as good as the teams were when I was coming up. Right, and it's yeah, not yeah, true. Yeah. And it's not true. That's the right. SNL Because if anything,
2: I think the level of improv keeps getting better and better because right. they're building up the yeah, definitely The newer and newer it is to you, the better. The first and better time it is. I saw like the swarm, which was Michael Delaney and Billy Merritt who were just talking about group in New York, and Andy, Andy Daly and, Daly, and uh, Andy uh, Daly, Andrew Secunda, uh, Sean Conroy, like this like just Unbelievable group that were doing things that and I will say this, to this day I've never seen other group any other group do. Yeah. Like They did things on stage that were cool. Theatrical. Theatrical. Funny. Like I remember watching them play an entire baseball game with David Blumenfeld's head as the ball. Yeah, uh, who was a person on stage, and it felt completely real and played and not undercut in uh. any way. And it was it was hilarious and amazing. Yeah. I remember watching a jet ski chase between Andrew Secunda and Michael Delaney, where they were uh. both on jet skis chasing each other, and it was again not silly, played completely real. All the jokes were not about the fact that they were on jet skis. If you thought and it improv was, was unbelievable,
0: shilly, the di- if you thought improv was silly. The, the fucking pill you needed to take was to watch... A swarm show, yeah. Even it was respecto, like not silly. who was like, my, who was the team respecto I leaned more so toward when funny I came and great, up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well,
2: respecto was silly as all hell, right? Uh, and were great. They were funny. They were they like were the like, yeah, they other like, side of
0: the coin. The cold, yeah. That, swarm, I think that's but, always happening at UCB for some reason. Yeah, there's always two, two of the, teams. Two of the biggest teams are always one is the 1985 and one is the Flawn. Yes.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah always, yeah. always. Yeah, but the one is the
0: Dillinger, one is the Monkey Dick, and and Swarm. I think
2: I will say they're old now and tired, and they're not the same. Like they're still great, but it's <laughs> not the
0: same as they heyday yeah um, people move on people some people live out here and so not, not a yeah, lot of people. yeah but so.
2: it was and i don't think i've ever i don't think there's anyone doing that
1: no they were unique de- they were that's the best improv i've they ever were seen
0: dedicated to improv and dedicated to theater which
1: yes, is like a weird exactly. thing right say, yeah exactly
0: which was always like something delaney brought
2: in and something they were and they rehearsed
1: <laughs> yeah like they were guys who had real acting chops but then, you know, like the the UCB4 set them on fire. Yeah, like what right. Gether did to Fwand, Right. Amy Poehler Amy did, did to the them, Swarm. Yeah. Like Amy yeah. coached the Swarm yeah. and like made them...
0: Oh, yeah. That's something that goes without saying. It's like their improv coach was maybe the funniest <laughs> human being to exist.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Amy Poehler was
1: the Swarm's coach. <laughs> yeah. But
0: I think, and this, I mean, we're getting
2: in the weeds now, but like, I feel like for the last five years, seven years, the goal of improv is how quickly can I get to a place where I never have to rehearse again? Right, right, right rather than the swarm was fucking rehearsing a lot for a long
1: time yeah, for
2: years while they were running on Friday nights, an hour long show that was like always sold out with like cool people in the audience. Every like,
0: teacher at every improv theater will tell you, don't go for the laugh. Every, every teacher at UCB would say, don't go for the laugh. Don't go to the laugh. Then you watch that teacher perform. And, and they, they go, go for the, for the laugh yeah, yeah. Right. totally understandable I, I'm the yeah, same yeah. way I actually I never really taught don't go for the laugh but I taught level one so I, I always taught level one I was just like come on guys just have fun just fucking get come up on, there you can talk. make sure there's people at your show and I can hear fun you yeah. Yeah. look at me don't touch her uh, <laughs> you understand why that's weird because you're old and she's like a young girl like, okay great um, and and uh, I feel like The Swarm were the people who were like, don't go for the laugh. And then when you went to their show, they didn't go for the laugh. And it was hilarious. The, the Swarm was a show you watched, and it could have been sealed. Like they could have been paved in from the audience, and it felt like their show would have been the same. They didn't. Yeah. They, it didn't seem like. But they were
2: also a show that I would leave and go two things. One, I don't know how they did some of what they just pulled yeah. off. And secondly, you really did believe, I just saw something special that no one else is ever gonna see. Yeah. Like most improv shows I go to, it's like two people in a chair saying funny shit to each other. I'm not that impressed by that. Yeah, You had to be there, it was so amazing. Like right. it doesn't feel like the, oh my God, I wanna tell you about what I just saw. And, there, yeah. there and was you won't less- get it because you weren't there. So
1: many swarm shows were that there was less good so improv many. at that time too. Though that's true. Oh yeah, they so like out. it was like very yeah, they like seeing out. Babe Ruth in the twenties play baseball. At yeah, right yeah, exactly. right, right,
0: yeah, I'm not saying the swarm, but but the swarm would the still quality, stand. It's the out.
2: way they approached it was is different. Yeah. They approached it physically. Well, they were only half picture. caught
1: by the UCB, I think. They, yeah, because they came, they all had. Came I would say with,
2: the um when I when you watch like Atzid and Lutz, Scott Atzid and John Lutz play or Foursquare or two or square. Foursquare that group that's close to it. That's the, yeah, it's different. That's it's a different warming. vibe, but it's the same kind of like oh my god, they're this using the space. They're doing yeah. something different than yeah. I've seen anyone else. Do. Two
0: Square or Foursquare was the last show I've seen that I was like this is something I'm not sure I can do. Yeah. Where you watch it and you're like, well, I have work to do. Right, well, they, exactly. Uh, I, I am not this TJ, good. TJ and Dave is not everyone's flavor, but when I saw TJ and Dave, that's when I was like, okay, that's something that I'm not as good as I think I am because that's yeah. different. Yeah. Uh, what are the the married couple who's so oh,
2: weird? Oh, ass. weird-ass. Oh, God, yeah. 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 Weird-ass. Oh, yeah. uh, oh, yeah. uh, weird awesome. That is some amazing. Another, I, the
1: it, most amazing improv scene I ever saw was a weird-ass scene. Uh, they played, um, they were two women who were talking to each other about going to a bar and like, and, um, meeting guys. And one of them was shy and one of them was like more aggressive. And then they switched and then played two guys in a bar hoping to meet girls and whoever. And like, I think Dassey was the aggressive woman, but he was a timid man. And Stephanie was like an aggressive man and a timid woman, and then they played They kept going back and forth and seeing each other from across the bar, and then they all danced together. And they each had like specific dances for their character. No music on stage or lights, and it was so funny. Oh, and just watching like the timid dude—they're the most fully committed and professional. It was insanely I've ever seen. great like acting. acting wise, like they would just suddenly become these fully
2: formed characters, and it'd be like, "What is happening? Yeah, Dazzy how was, are they doing?" Especially Stephanie Weir, oh, just
0: becomes a full character.
2: They're both so it was incredible. Insane. They're like insanely Insane.
0: magnetic people to begin with. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, like, yeah. just listening to them talk, both of them have like interesting voices, and interesting, got slash, crazy beautiful eyes. faces. His, uh, yeah. Yeah. Des- yeah. They yeah. both Those have
1: weird, crazy blue eyes. They yeah. both,
0: you could tell me, if I looked at both of them, you could say they're models or they're serial killers. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and I believe them because they're both weirdly <laughs>
1: magnetic. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So you yeah, I mean, yeah. like, yeah. know yeah. what yeah. you mean? Uh, weird Ass is so so an funny. amazing show. Those are like the groups.
0: And I and no offense, there's a lot of great groups I've seen in L.A. Oh, sure. But it's also, I'm older and I don't like I don't enjoy improv as much as I used to. I don't enjoy watching it. No, of course not. Yeah. Actually,
2: again, I, like I saw all those groups before. Again, if you use my metaphors before I could see the Matrix. Right, right. Like so, it was like, what the fuck? Right, How seeing is this monkey happening? dick.
0: Seeing monkey dick when you don't fully know improv, or you're just <laughs> learning improv, and you're like, you have to do this, you have to do this. Then you watch Gemberling say no to everyone that talks oh, to him. God, yeah. you watch Gelman walk in like scream yeah. uh, obscenities. Can I say something about a compliment about John
2: Gemberling? Is that yeah. he's the only actor I've ever seen who can be fully committed. to... And also not committed at all at the same time. I cannot explain. Like it. he is a yeah, fully right. committed, fully you're formed totally character right. who is also somehow looking out the audience, going like, "Can you believe we're doing this?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, all He's at the same time. It's that's exactly He's what's and it makes him.
0: everyone love him. He's legitimately so an imp. Yes, yeah. he's an, yes, yes, he's an imp. He's like is. the like. Do you remember? You love him. You can't not love him. He he's like he turns and smiles and he's got your lunch <laughs> in his mouth and you're just like, ah, yeah. you scamp, Get the uh, fuck out of here. One of his very
1: first Harold nights ever because he was like on my practice group, which would become Monkey Dick. He got put on Harold Night first because he was a genius, and we all went to see him. And he got put on a terrible team called Were Ninjas. Oh. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, they were bad. Oh, back when you used to support other improvisers. Remember? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and Gemberling comes out for the group game, and uh, his initiation was all right, everybody get in here. We're going to have the craziest business meeting ever. And then they all come in. He's like, all right, let's go down the line. And, uh, everybody say something funnier than the person before them." <laughs>
3: that was Isn't his that first his, show.
1: It was his first or his second oh my God, show. That's amazing. Then is, then the next show, the suggestion was old man river. And he came out for the group game. The show was going terribly. So nobody wanted to come out. Then he stepped out by himself. And I heard, uh, Ali Faranaki, and behind me goes, oh, oh, he's going, he's going. Like yeah. once Gemberling moved, like everybody wanted to like pay attention. And then Gemberling said, uh, he came out and said, "Old man, liver, old man, liver. I'm the greatest parody songwriter who's ever been." <laughs> <laughs> There's a famous, that famous, it
0: might, it might have been a monkey dick scene where Curtis goes, "Hey, don't push that button or whatever
1: it is." Uh, oh yeah, yeah, uh, the with the gas machine.
0: Yeah, there, there was something where Gemberling was told. Like it was obvious like don't push the button or please push the button. Either way,
1: he did almost nothing for like a four minute scene and it was the funniest thing I've ever seen. Curtis said, I'm gonna go to sleep now and put on these headphones. Yes. This is my this is my gas machine. <laughs> don't activate it. Otherwise, it's going to like fill the room with gas. <laughs> uh, that's what he said all that. He's like, okay, so now I'm going to go to sleep with these earmuffs and this blindfold <laughs> and pretended to go to Kurt's sleep. And then the whole wanna... thing was this Gemberling trying to resist hitting the button on the machine, like <laughs> yeah. holding his hands up to his mouth and like dancing around the machine. <laughs> Audience like roaring. It was it was crazy. It was just I, like this perfect clown, and I love I love monkey scene. Dick
0: so much, and I love those two dudes.
1: Oh, they oh, were, they were the whole. I mean, them and cowboy
0: and John. Yeah, they're like the two sides of a uh, yin and yang. Like, yes, uh, yes, yeah, Like th- that's how positive and negative energy can work together. Yeah, <laughs> like in unity. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what 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 do we like about improv? What what do you like about improv, Anthony? Well, this is interesting. about doing it yourself. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah no, no. Yeah, no
2: this is interesting right. because I. I, the shows, I don't do it as much out here. I do like the show, brand new ball. I'll do the occasional ass cat and sit in everywhere, but I am not on like a team. And I realized that is what I liked about it. I liked being in a group of like with seven other people, six other people, whatever, who were all trying to accomplish something together that you can't do by yourself. And I feel like when you do a lot of drop-ins, it's more of like, do your stick Every you know, you get it's more. Good to see everyone. It's yeah, you yeah. see everybody. You're, you you might get as well a lot be going more, to a barbecue. There's a lot more scenes that are just kind of like clever arguments. Yeah, because you're not yeah. really doing good improv together. Um, because mm. you can't because you aren't ar- clever arguments. Because you aren't rehearsing, yeah, is... so there's no Oof, that, that vocabulary is a... is too, not there. Too, a damning put down.
0: <laughs> Two hyper funny, hyper charismatic people having a bad improv scene is still pretty good. No, no, yeah, it's yeah, still no, very no, funny. It's just not the It's not as rewarding. It doesn't feel as. good way to. And I realized
2: that's like what I really loved about it. Why. I fell in love with it and so I've, I, I've contemplated out here being like maybe I'm done like maybe You're I don't not really done. care
0: you'll never be done doing but it. like the the drop-ins are you, honestly I went I just went like a month without doing any improv like I haven't had a chance to yeah. do any stage performance and I did Cat last night and I felt like a million dollars i had yeah, a that's show. the thing my yeah.
2: my thing i'm where i think i'm done goes away every time i have a actually fun show right and, like, and it's oh. like yeah these people and are great oh i like yeah. this
0: person oh, i got to do a scene with mary yeah. holland i love her but all of a sudden you're like oh that's great you know and then i do miss the team though i miss yeah. trying to have good i miss shows. rehearsals
2: i really do like so i had such fun you're the only person that i would believe that for
3: i do I mean, I, other people say i kind not believe it i am i here believe for you
2: begging the artistic director to put me on a herald
0: team so that i could be on a group that I had to rehearse i've said that <laughs> recently and like ben rogers
1: was like you don't want to do
3: that <laughs> like you
0: think that sounds great in right like and then the second Until you, you have, have to start scheduling to, and eat, like, oh
1: i know the scheduling you get into the rehearsal and do your first up right. you're like oh what is this the
2: scheduling would be a nightmare uh, after I don't want to warm up. Why do you <sighs> love to hate warm
1: up?
0: After being out here for just real quick aside, after being out here for one year, I did this like faculty show that Judah DeFonso Marx was putting together, and he's like, "We do have a rehearsal because we have to do a level one style show and a level three style show, so it's kind of good if we do it once, so you don't break any of the rules." And I got together. It was like Tooney, Defonso Marx, I Pair did that Murphy, show once, and and we went to Tooney's house and did like an improv, like for no yeah. one, no coach, just kind of. Yeah. and I was like, oh right. I'm having fun because this is something I like to this is like shooting around yeah right there's no audience so you're not trying you're not like pandering sweating, yeah. but you're not sweating either You it's a like, different muscle right like you and work a different muscle it was so much fun I was like fuck I would start I would join a practice group <laughs> but yeah. I would have to be like I would have to pretty much design every element of the practice group like down to who's in it who coaches and where it is Yeah. And what oh, yeah, time yeah. it is otherwise I'm just my uh, I just don't have it in me right yeah. Now. yeah, yeah but yeah. if it was like just 12 busy. to 3 on Mondays at my house with like my six friends that I like to perform with yeah. I would a hundred no that's my like my
2: fantasy is that I could do that but then I'm like to hang out with my friend Will I have to have a podcast right where, like, right I Podcasting is, yeah. or I can't do anything so yeah, too so busy to do way, all my right. social
0: life who has three free hours to drive <laughs> yeah. to fucking Hollywood and uh, rent yeah. a room and all that shit uh, I don't know why I love I love not knowing where it's going almost all the time in life uh-huh. you know what I mean I love not knowing where it's going and i there, i don't i don't know i am lazy i don't like to, i'm not i don't like to memorize lines uh-huh. i'm not in my own <laughs> mind i'm not the best actor uh-huh. you know what i mean so it's one of those things where it's like this is my skill set where it's like right. i'm a fast i'm a fast thinker right. and i and i i am a stage presence and i'm confident it's like yeah. it's like perfect for me like it's built for me to learn yeah. and then i came to it really fast because i was so i i loved it hit you at the right time. It hit me at the right time, and I think it was because I, I was like, I was like one of those dudes who was like. When you're like, you're oh hey, you're seven foot two and you have a twenty five inch This is a hyperbolic. I'm not like actually th- this <laughs> this is not a one-to-one thing, but it's like right, right. hey, you're seven foot two and have a huge you should try basketball. All of a sudden you're like, I'm actually having fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, and right. I'm actually kinda of built for this. That's yeah, yeah. sort of what happened to me where I was yeah. like Oh, I didn't realize that the skill set that I had as part of my personality was like yeah. good for improv like not giving a fuck what anyone thinks about what I say is like super helpful in improv. <laughs> like, yeah. and like you could just take cracks at weird. Yeah, changes. all the things
1: that are flaws in your personality. And other areas of your life become right. strength. Right. Thinking too fast saying the way, first thing that comes to I my mind. I feel that way about improv. I was, if I, the reason I love it, I think, is it like, he, I feel like it healed me as a person. It like took whatever version of me was in that cubicle and the computer programmer and like made me the person I wanted to be. Like I had trouble opening yeah. up or, and I still <clears> do, <throat> and being emotional. I still do. But I'm way, way more than I was before I did it. Like on stage at the ECB Theater, I became the person I wanted to be. So I do improv to, like, be in touch with that, like, to stay. It's all personal. The, my That's first goals in improv was personal. It's like, oh, yeah, this is who I want to be.
2: You like who, what you feel like when you're on stage. Yeah. Uh,
1: the, the challenges of an improv scene hit me on the muscles that need working, like, personality-wise. Like, oh, speak to okay. the most important thing. Don't, don't be ironic or above it. You have yeah, to be and, like right, committed, feel this, feel it, like react yeah. to it or the audience is going to abandon you.
3: Right. Take right. My seriously. favorite thing, my favorite. And then, thing. and
1: then the part of me that is maybe shitty in real life, which is like trying to be like a wise ass or be like above it or see it from above doesn't Helpful. hurt you in an improv yeah. scene. <laughs> like it helps a lot. So to have that ability. Yeah. I think somewhat my thing is that when I was on teens,
2: my favorite thing in the world was to realize, oh, I know what Gavis is doing. That's funny. And I have seven ways to set you up for the joke. And I can move over here, and I'm going to throw you that ball, Anthony and and John. I loved doing that so much. And when you're on a drop in, you can't. It doesn't work. You don't necessarily you do do the the pass, and it goes right past him. Yeah, and it becomes like everyone like it's a fight to see who's the straight man and who's the crazy, or straight man just becomes like what are you doing? The less, why are you doing that? The slightly less (laughs) crazy. It's not, not yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's exasperated man. Instead of, (laughs) instead of like character with another
0: character. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of grounding in reality. And I'm
2: obviously boiling it down, but that, but that is like, yeah, it's not this binary, but yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, yeah, I oh, fuck man, I'm I, I'm obsessed. I, I still love him, and I always like even as much as I talk about like yeah yeah I don't teach anymore. I don't really pre- I don't I'm I'm not on a regular team anymore, which is actually something that's bothering me, but because uh, <laughs> I want to I want to pref- perform more. But my your, your schedule gets erratic, yeah. and then you feel guilt like. I, right. like, I, I, we run a team together yeah we run a team together and we perform together three times in, in like a year. a year I'm on yeah. a team that
2: does a show twice a month and I miss more than half
0: of the shows <laughs> yeah it's like. So <laughs> it's like well it's just schedule sucks <laughs> yeah it's like right it's one of those things where too it's like I also need the other people to be as invested as me, as me. and I love team sport. like I, I played sports growing right. up and so to do improv is like combining like hey guys we're gonna get good at something and we're gonna walk off stage and be like we won which was just meaning having a good show and we won because we won together like those FOND years were fucking awesome those yeah. were, and then uh, the, my team the law firm that I was on in New York for a long time yeah. was such also a blast yeah. such a blast too yeah.
1: yeah oh man I love law firm shows <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I
0: went from FOND to law firm which was a swing back in the other direction of just like we're funny charismatic people just get us on the stage at the same time it's so, like yeah. don't send your students to this show
3: yeah.
0: <laughs> the, the, yeah i feel like i don't i like
2: i'll see debates that people are having about improv that i remember having yeah and i'm like oh they're in that phase you know what oh, i mean and I it's like that. fun and then i feel like i don't care and then like recently someone posted something on facebook there was like a nerdy improv thing. And I was like, I have to talk about this.
0: And I was you just got like sucked right
2: back in, sucked right back in. Holy shit. Just right back into dumb debate.
0: <laughs> we're, 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 closing up soon, but just that someone recently had something on Facebook about improv and I wrote never hit enter and deleted a comment nine times yeah. and I was like I was like this is your opinion I'm like you haven't I'm barely on Facebook yeah and I'm like if I just show up in a thread of someone I kind of know defending yeah. people I don't know yeah and I don't know any of the context or anything and I was ready to go to fucking back because I felt so strongly yeah. about this and I'm like okay I still and it was that moment where I'm like okay I still give a fuck I, I, I a fuck.
1: believe that anybody who was ever in improv deep is in it forever yeah like yeah. Uh, do you guys know that Amy Poehler subbed my class once uh, in New York. Like, oh, I yes, was teaching right. Teaching an improv yes. class, and I had to and go this to a was wedding. a couple years ago. This was like, yeah, this is like 2001. Well, Post XML. Like two, it was like, oh, yeah. This is 2011 or 12. Yeah. yeah. I think 2011. Post uh, parks. <laughs> it was 2011 oh, she was right doing before I moved parks, to she was doing parks. the middle she was huge, of the park. Yeah. It was right before I moved to LA. So it was 2011. And um, I was talking, you know, I ran the school, so I would occasionally talk to Amy, not that often, but for some reason I had spoken to her about something, and like, uh, I had a class. I was leaving town for a class, and I was like, "Fuck! I could ask Amy to sub." And part of me was like, and I wouldn't, I would feel too embarrassed. It would be inappropriate for me to say, "Hey, would you read my packet?" Hey, could I audition for something? Hey, can you give me a personal connection? Those all would be out of bounds yeah. and not appropriate. Which is but also
0: was, something we need to talk about. <laughs>
3: yeah,
0: <like> I, <laughs> I
1: feel the same exact way, but maybe we shouldn't. Maybe we should be okay with asking for help in life. <laughs> but uh, but I did, but I didn't feel like it would be an imposition to say, "Would you sub my class?" Because I was like, I bet you she misses it. It's like Eagle I bet Scouts you she or misses Yeah. <laughs> Being an improv nerd or teaching it because she was great at it and she was a great teacher and she coached the fucking swarm. So I said to her, I was like, do you want to coach, direct coach this class or teach, sub this class? I'll get a sub on standby. So if you have to bail at the last second, you can just do it and no one will even know that you were scheduled. But if you walk in, they'll just fucking go nuts. And she did it and she like subbed this. Like, three hours like a of a level five level, class, oh. level five section, like four or whatever. Oh, Amy Poehler walked in and just fucking taught it. Oh, that's so awesome. Isn't that, and I knew that it was because she missed it. She yeah. still loves the same way you guys jumped into that Facebook thread. Yeah. 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 I, I wanted to get involved so bad. And then she had
0: a meeting with the teachers. Then she met like, all the
1: three teachers three after later. She was like, 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 I want to meet with all the teachers. Here's and what them I advice. saw in that
0: class.
2: Here's what I think the problems are. Tell uh, me what you so think the problems she are. She sat in on like so, four classes after yeah.
1: that, just watching. I'm sure they all shit their pants. Chelsea was one of the teachers she watched. Oh. Uh, the students and then also she, were shitting their pants. Oh right, right. And then she had a <laughs> teacher's meeting and she got everybody in there. Yeah. The only teachers meeting where everybody went. <laughs> and Amy like gave advice on teaching. It was and nothing great. crazy, just like oh were you at that meeting yeah, she, was, was she was like, Oh yeah, the first thing she said is students they always have to commit. Don't let anybody bail. That was yeah. her first advice. Never let anybody bail. They don't have to be funny, they don't ah. have to be good at improv, but they're not allowed to quit ever. She was like, Dave one of one hundred and one, you got to drill that in." Oh, Isn't that like so- amazing? And we're all like, "Yes, Amy, you're yes, right. She is right. Yes, yes. All, everyone wants to go <laughs> yeah, teach yeah, again. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, like, I'm ready to teach classes. <laughs> yeah, let's get get the fucking students in here." Yeah, it was really fucking <laughs> cool. I took an Amy Polar workshop. Uh, I missed. I missed all. Uh, I didn't get any classes with any of the big yeah. four. But I took an Amy Polar workshop, and it was. Pretty awesome. I took a Walsh workshop and it was less awesome. Yeah. I took a Besser workshop and it was fucking, uh, you know, fantastic. Besser did the same thing. You never was... took a workshop with Ian? I never got an Ian
2: oh, workshop. Wow. Oh, man. As Ian's the fact, only one I had a class with. I, I never, never even had took... a class with Ian, but I did workshops with all of them except for Amy. Oh,
0: Never had an Amy I workshop. I did an Amy workshop, but that one was, she was already kind of famous at that point, so it didn't feel like a real class. It, it felt, yeah. She, she did do like the raise your hand if you want to do this for real. Walsh uh, was supposed yeah. to be
2: teaching a coach's class of like how to, or how to coach. Yeah. But he didn't know that. So he just done a workshop. Uh, and yeah. midway through, was like, this is supposed to be for coaches. He was like, really? <laughs> uh, two more up. <laughs> this is
3: pretty much, pretty much the most Walsh yeah. situation
0: I've heard. It was of. good. Besser did the same thing for me that Delaney did later on in my. Yeah, uh, Besser is uh, one of
1: the most impactful. Teachers I've ever seen Yeah I took You can a, have one workshop With Besser And it changes the way You do it forever
0: Right And you just And it's like you, you only need to hear Like three Unrelated sentences From Besser And you can just start Fucking being like Okay Oh yeah Yeah Okay yeah. no I agree with that I just never knew That's how you pronounce that Right yeah, you know, yeah, That's, yeah. that's yeah, how yeah. you phrase that Right uh, yeah. yeah And he did the same thing Where he was like You're very funny and he likes very funny people. Yes, and yes. he's like, "You're very funny, and you get game." And I was like, huh, right?" And I just like bolstered yeah, me up even more. I was like, "Keep up. moving, yeah." Uh- <laughs> so you just remember
1: that he complimented you. <laughs> you just complimented.
2: although once I moved out here, and That's I was what doing this podcast has been about Will complimenting Gamers, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. Eleni complimenting oh yeah, he gamers. gave you a note. Right, he
0: gave me a note on the phone after
1: doing. Oh S-cat yes, I
3: remember. Called that. me up
0: and gave me a note. I love and that. And I was like, everyone's Everyone I tell that story to was like, "What? That's crazy." I'm like. I feel like if there's a person who's allowed to give you notes, it's yeah. Matt Besser, it's the founder. During founder to... the guy who like launched the it's show, plus His like show. that's that's Amy showing up to teach
2: a class, right? It's that same that's thing, him going like, he's like oh, I really friend. like
0: this guy, I got to give him a note. Yeah, he's like, I just he misses I'm, being a coach. Yeah. yeah, he's like, I just you could be that that much better if you just did this. I was like, yeah, okay, did. Took the note enough to be invited back to ASCAP, but did not take the note enough to change, to become an even better improviser. I'm like, that part of me is a little
2: too game What was the end of that call? Like, he goes, I have, or oh, what was the beginning? The beginning of call, like, hey, I, it's Besser, I, just I have wanted a note to dis- for you.
0: I, I want to discuss some improv. Well, and that's what I appreciate about Besser, too, is that he presented it as like, a, let's discuss this kind of calling out thing that's happening in improv. Do you think it is actually helping in playing game? And we had like, he presented it. He would eventually tell me, I would like, think if you did that last scenes would be, scenes with you would be strong. Uh-huh. But I did like that. He presented it as like, you tell me why, why do you like to do that? Why do you think it's okay? Right. Like, right. Yeah. And we what kinda, is the thing that you were doing? I would like call out, Bullshit Like you know Call out Like he's One thing he said Was sports field I remember specifically He was like uh-huh. When you get out there On the sports field I'm like Coach about that You gotta tell us What sport we're playing It's so cool. But that wasn't The game of the scene yeah, yeah, yeah I see And it was like Yes it's, it's a It's like a move. gambling move It's like a gambling move But gambling can do A call out better than me Because he doesn't really Make it about that Yeah you he know? doesn't like, derail Yeah yeah I felt bad Because I presented Another game Rather than just A quick right. reference That lets a game go on Right you
1: derailed the scene Yeah
0: I derailed the scene Unintentioned, like you know, and that's why you don't make to jokes. Too funny in improv. thing, yeah. yeah it's yeah. like you don't make jokes in improv because it's like that's a funny joke, and it's like now we kind of either have to talk about right. that or you know, yeah, we can't go yeah. back. All right, we are in too deep. We're Long- way too deep. yeah, <laughs> longest podcast episode yet, but that's fine. We,
2: I, I feel like we talked about
0: nothing. We talked, and that's you know what. And I want to have you guys back on because I want to just have one episode where we just talk about great improv scenes we remember. Oh, yeah, we had that them, easy. And then we're talking about like I just I, I want to so sit many. around like we're around a campfire and just yeah. talk about these old bullshit improv scenes because I love those moments where like oh man yeah. John Reynolds right <laughs> Eric Scott great great voice you know yeah. we're, like just talking about eleven
1: par things. I'm just like shrieked. In the middle of a Dillinger <laughs> show, and I brought the house down. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah right. we could do it. Well, for now, let's wrap this up. Uh, Will Hines, Anthony King, where, where can people find you online? Or if they're improv fans, where can they watch you do improv?
1: I do improv every Monday with the smokes when I'm, uh, yeah, every Monday with the smokes at 7 o'clock. And um, you can find me at Twitter, Will Hines, W I L L H I N E S. And me and Anthony have a podcast together. Yeah. Don't w- get me started. Don't get me started. Big iTunes. fan of the
0: Don't Get Me Started podcast. Yeah. big
1: fan. I'm a super fan. I send emails in. We get on you know, mostly UCB people and make them talk not about comedy. Yeah, stuff about other than comedy. Yeah, yeah.
0: And it, I, I sort of your podcast sort of helped me launch mine and that. I'm like, that's what I want to do. I want to talk about <laughs> yeah. non. I want to talk about non comedy shit with we, comedians. Yeah. But and now, now we're talking about comedy. <laughs> but I feel like that's the only way I can have you guys on is to talk about the thing <laughs> you can't talk about on your podcast. <laughs> <That's> yeah. <right>. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony, what about you, bud? Um, or if there's anything else people need to plug i do a show brand
2: new ball uh friday nights every other friday night at ucb franklin i do a show called shut up i hate you uh third sunday of every month great show uh and then i do um
0: a my i'm on twitter at uh the anthony king the anthony king great i'm john Gabris, no h's at john Gabris, no h's neither of those and my main plug for you fuckers listening to this shit is comment remember fucking go to the comp go to the compliments <laughs> there you go there's a fucking friday and if i ever on the itunes <laughs> go, to the comp- go to itunes go to the compliment section holy shit my head is so far up my ass go to the comment section give me five stars and then roast me in the fucking comments and i will bring it up i think i did it on i don't know what order these episodes are coming out in but we'll so- we'll sort it out boys and <laughs> hey Watch Santa's in the Barn on True TV on December 2nd at 9 p.m. It premieres. And if this episode's airing after December 2nd, it's every Wednesday and Thursday to Christmas Eve. Santa's in the Barn the only Santa Claus reality that? show hosted by a comedian it's uh, America's Next Top Santa Santa's in the Barn I don't understand what? the name in TV, the barn? if you're listening to this I'm sorry but I, I when forced to defend the name of the show I it's cannot, a barn full of Santas yeah they like oh the competitions happen in the barn the toy you're... making competitions and all that stuff God, happen I in gotta a see barn it. I gotta see it it makes no sense I gotta see it <laughs> <laughs> but hopefully you fucking weirdos watch it thanks yeah. for listening shitheads hey and if you're thinking about taking an improv class sign up I say I, I recommend level one to everyone like I recommend trying weed once <laughs> like it just might be your thing and if it's not you should just know what it feels like yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sure. And I think everyone should do improv uh, at least level one it's just fun and it'll make you d- be silly which never hurts. and level
2: one has people who are also not going to do it professionally so right you're not, it's not yeah. like a bunch of professional comedians yeah
0: there's lawyers there's people who just want to be yeah. better at public speaking and I, there's a lot of people who are just like I got this as a bachelorette gift you know yeah, and it's right. like alright well come on out Um, thanks again guys um, we could just record two more back to back episodes <laughs> I know if we didn't have lives or families in any case <laughs> <laughs> alright thanks for listening shitheads